Hi, my name's Nick Jones, and I have a podcast. Some of you may be asking yourself why. Uh, Why me? What's it about? Uh, Who are you? What do you have that I would even want to listen to? All valid questions. Very valid questions. So, uh, my name is Nick Jones. Um, I, uh... I'm just a guy who's wanting to get the good news of Jesus out any way possible. Figured this would be a good method. And as I began to look at this and look at other podcasts, things like that, I began to ask myself, um, where's the oddball, strange, weirdo ministries? And where's the oddballs that seem to be my friends or people I hang out with? Um, Because ministry isn't just a Sunday and Wednesday type of deal. Um, so what I decided to do was create a podcast for multiple reasons, but one of the things are, I want to interview fascinating people, which I believe there are a lot of, um, people in and of themselves are fascinating, but the, the ones that just kind of stand out that are just, there's something special about them. Um, so I, I wanted to interview them not only to find out about, um, what they do, who they are, experiences they've had, advice they give, things like that, but also to find out about what ministries they're involved in. And I think a lot of times what we get trapped with is, well, if you're called to ministry, then you're called to Sunday and Wednesday, and that's it. There's no other thing you can do. It's going to be, um, you know, boring sometimes, or it's going to be... uh, I don't know, in the church building. And to be honest, a lot of times, some of the most effective ministry, uh, there's nothing wrong with the other way, but some of the most effective ministry doesn't occur on Sunday morning, doesn't occur on Wednesday nights, uh, doesn't even occur in the church building, but outside of those walls. Um, And so we want to interview people that are number one, fascinating, but two, have sort of an unorthodox, outside-of-the-box type of ministry deal going on, because those type of people seem to be the ones that are stepping back and going, what do I believe that the sick need, Um, and where are they at? I'm going to go to them. I'm going to bend my way, my norm, my uh, routine, and go out and find people and I'm going to tell them about Jesus. And it seems like when we tend to do that, lives get changed. Um, we don't sit back and expect people to come to us. We go out and we go to them. Um, so, you know, and and it's interesting when I, you know, I've interviewed a few people and it's interesting that when you do that, the advice that you get, it's such good advice. And it's not advice that's like, you know, um, that's like out of a, a Christian fortune cookie sort of thing. Um, but this is advice that's life advice. It's advice that they learned the hard way. Uh, if you're anything like me, you realize um, <laughs> you're going to learn, but you're going to learn. Oh, it seems like always the difficult way. Um, so it's neat to talk with some people that maybe go through the same way I do, but can give advice so Possibly somebody does not have to do that. They can learn from other people's mistakes uh, or their successes, whichever it may be. Um, I've been told before 
Um, you know, a lot of the, the great ministers and things like that have kept like a personal journal. Um, and I don't like to write. I just does something about it. Doesn't appeal to me. If there's like a speech to text type of deal, maybe. Um, but you know, and then they said, well, you know what? Not a problem. You don't have to write. You can just do a blog. Well, <laughs> that's typing. And I do that all day long and it gets old and, I don't know, but talking, talking, I can do all day long. I don't know if there's necessarily being bad or good at it, but I like it. So I can talk. So in essence, this is kind of my personal journal. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about all different types of things, topics, things that are trending, whatever it may be. Um, but we're going to we're going to interview interesting people, different type of ministries, talk about things that are trending nowadays. Um and then we uh we just want to have fun with it. I think too often ministry gets so serious that we get so wrapped up into it and and you know what there are times that it is really serious stuff, but too often we get so serious that it's man, it's lose the fun of it you know i mean god has a sense of humor i mean he made hairless cats let's think about it he made duck platypuses that's amazing to make an animal like that you can't tell me he doesn't have a sense of humor you can't tell me that things haven't happened in your life where you step back and go oh, you got me that's that's a good one um i know in my life i've used uh the n-word before and it's not the one that you're thinking it's the word never um, and whenever I seem to use the never word, uh, is when God goes, Oh, really? Uh, and it may not happen instantly necessarily, but it tends to seem to somehow turn around and, <laughs> and happen. And when it does, of course, I remember very clearly the moment that I said never and God goes, hmm, told you so. <laughs> but some of you might be wondering too. What's the meaning of legacy helms? It's an odd combination of two words. Did you put words into a randomizer and just pick two words? But no, I didn't. Um, there's a reason for the legacy helms. Um, the legacy is based on um, promises that I made to my grandmother. Literally, I was hugging her casket as it was going into the ground, and I promised her three things, and that's why I have a tattoo um, on my, my right arm. Uh, yes, I have tattoos. <gasps> Oh, sinner, come home. Oh, I love tattoos. I think they're great. Um, so, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this, you've been listening to a guy that loves Jesus and has tattoos. I don't know if you can handle that. That's, that's pretty extreme. Mercy. But um, I made three promises to her. I said, I promise you I'll see you in heaven someday. Uh, I promise you that I will shake the holiness movement. Um and uh, not not necessarily saying I'm going to go in there and I'm going to um, try and wreck it by you know shaking the walls and making them come down necessarily, but almost go in there and shaking a, a sleeping giant, um, something that I believe is needed. Um, I've heard it called redigging the wells to the holiness movement and uh, redigging the trenches, getting in there. And uh, because I think a lot of times, especially in America, we lose focus on what's really important. 
uh, we lose track of that. So uh, redoing that. And then the third promise was to continue her legacy. My grandmother was a woman of God. If you talk with anybody that did know her um, and was around her at all when she was alive, nothing but the best comments about her. Um, the way that she lived life, the way that she um, just just oozed Jesus, the way that she just permeated his very presence every time that she was around. It was pretty stinking amazing. Um, and then the Helms part of Legacy Helms, that's the legacy part. The Helms part is my grandfather was a minister, and his, I guess you could call it trademark song, would be one that's called the Pilot of Galilee. And the Pilot of Galilee is referring to a ship pilot, and when it's talking about a ship pilot, it's, uh, it's talking about a helm and so he would sing this song, and he'd be ripping a newspaper while he was doing it. And the last verse of the song, and of course the old ladies, you know, they thought, oh, Brother Marsh, he's just so nervous. He's up there ripping that newspaper, you know. And, and so the last verse of the song, he would open up the newspaper. He would, had been ripping the entire song, and it was a ship helm. And uh, so it was pretty cool. So um, got a tattoo to, to uh, remind me of him. And... Uh, it's 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 something special to me, um, and so that's where I get legacy helms from. They were both uh, both individually extremely godly people, um, both very effective in ministry, things like that. And they both, as a team, when they would come together, uh, it was even more powerful. It was it was amazing what they did together. So um, I just love that idea. So. That's the reason it's called Legacy Helms. So, uh, but this is just an intro type of thing. We're just, uh, we're doing this so in case you had questions or anything like that. And you can always email us, uh, legacyhelms at gmail.com. And then obviously visit us online at legacyhelms.com. And uh, we really appreciate it. We're looking forward to getting this podcast launched um, very soon and uh, some other neat things that we have in store as well. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening. I uh, hope you subscribe, and I hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye.